Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode of the Sartorial Geek Podcast is sponsored by Jordan Dene. Jordan Dene has all kinds of geek chic apparel and accessories. Our designs are hand-lettered and inspired by our favorite characters and stories in pop culture. We have tank tops that can be worn with a skirt, under a blazer, to the gym, and as pajamas. Please check us out at jordandenae.com and all over the internet at NYC. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I'm here with Liz Crowder. What's up, guys? Um, this episode should come out right before San Diego happens. So if you're listening on time, um, we're doing a bunch of panels this year and like some other hangout stuff. So go to sartorialgeek.com for, um, a list of like where we'll be and when, but even if you're hearing this late, you can go there to see where we'll be. Uh, we have our events and stuff on our little calendar. Um, so this was a great resource to know about anyway. But Liz and I are doing another monthly recommendations list. Um, this one's going to be a little bit short, but it's the summer and, you know, who cares? we're doing like summery things. So, who cares? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four is enough. Yeah. Four is plenty. Um, so the first one, which is my favorite thing to do in the summer is what is your, uh, what is your guilty pleasure TV show right now? Do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So currently, well, for the last probably, I don't know how many years, maybe since 2011, my guilty pleasure that started out just like a pleasure and then turned into a guilty pleasure oh, as it kind of went a little bit downhill, um, Supernatural. <laughs> what is this going to be? It's, it's Supernatural. I love Jensen Ackles' face. I was, okay, so I know his name. I was about to swear, and then I I remember that every time we record a podcast, you have to put that it's explicit. (laughs) So I was going to say fucking, and then was like, no, I better not, and then I fucked up his name. So now it's going to be explicit, and I sound like an idiot, but um, I love Jensen Ackles' face. His whole face just makes me so happy. I don't care at this point what's going on in the show. I just need to look at him and bask in the glow. So that's why. I mean, I think that's what that show is for. Just staring at his face. Yeah. Oh, he's so pretty. I mean, like, it's really hard to have that many seasons of a TV show for any other reason. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's fair. You're not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. And like that show's still going. I, I mean, I'm not up on. Do you watch it? So I started watching it. Um, I think I started watching it too late. So like I wanted to watch it from the beginning, and I was like, oh, this is hard for me to. At the get beginning, it I loved it though. I was like, this is cheesy and campy, but they're hot, and also it's kind of like one percent filling the Buffy void in my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I I need to started. Yeah, and then after like after a while, I was like, "Well, there are angels now." (laughs) (laughs) He's like he's everyone's favorite, right? I feel like he's all over Tumblr. I feel like he should be. I feel like he should be everyone's favorite. Yeah, the other one. I think I've seen him a lot. Yeah, he's fine, but he's not (laughs) not your favorite. No. (laughs) That's okay. I thought he would be because he has the long hair, but I just. 
He's cute. Yeah. He's real cute. Yeah. But I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. In comparison. In comparison. So Supernatural, my guilty <laughs> pleasure TV show. Well, What's we're your? on the same page because, I mean, I would say the CW is the home for all guilty pleasure TV That's shows fair. forever and ever. Uh, so mine's Riverdale, which is... I haven't seen that. It is the CW CW show like it's <laughs> so really bad so I mean it, I won't say it's really bad but so my like I watched every episode of Pretty Little Liars I've seen every episode of the OC oh boy, I, like so you know what I mean it's like right up my alley yeah. and then they add they add this kind of relevant I guess layer of like a murder mystery which makes it even more up my alley does it have to do with like vampires or something no it's just just how to get away with murder but kids yeah kind of but like also everyone is hot and like there's so much music like everyone's like a cool high schooler and they're all in like a band and there are always talent shows there are no high schoolers singing well Everyone is like 25 and <laughs> a cool high schooler in this show. Um, and like, I don't really know. I know it's supposed to be based on the Archie comics. I know like the characters are the same. I don't know if it, the storyline like lines up at all. I don't know. I have read some Archie comics and I don't. I don't know. I've read zero. So I'm going to defer to you on this one. I mean, I will say if you like trashy CW shows where like good looking people are just making out and singing and there's sort of a plot. No, <laughs> see, that's a little too far into the CW world for me. You know, I yeah. like to hang out on the outskirts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite, like, because it's good, but it's really fun to watch. Because you don't have to pay attention. Uh-huh. Yep. I get it. And the kid who plays Jughead, which I am the worst with names, he's the kid from um, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Which one? one of the t- mm, I don't know. One of the twins. Oh, one Cole? of the twins. Okay. Maybe. I might be wrong. But he's yeah, he's, oh, my God, Liz. Yes, he is. I feel so inappropriate right now. Yep. Well, and I did the stupid thing where I watched like five episodes and I couldn't stop staring at his face. And I was like, who is this kid? Like, I definitely know him. And then when it, oh my God. It is literally from when I was a nanny yes. and watched that yes. show every day. Same. Like, this does not feel right. No, it's wrong. Yeah. But, you know, it's, okay, so it's not bad. People should watch Supernatural and Riverdale. If they yeah, want. if you want a mindless... Yeah. yeah. I mean, and again, not to like, not to belittle the true fans who literally like super love. I mean, I get it. If you really love either of those shows, go I mean, for it. I That's really awesome. love Supernatural. I'm just saying that currently it's not objectively yeah. great. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I know. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I still love it. It's just. Yeah. I mean, I would do some things differently. I think you can love things that aren't objectively great. That's like, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's what we do here. (laughs) Um, Next question is, what is a good book to read at the beach? Okay, so I don't fully subscribe to. You can only read light stuff at the beach. So, my next, my recommendation is going to be a little not so. But this is what I'm currently reading, and I just read it at the beach. And so I'm saying it's a beach read because I like to read it. Here I go. Um, It's not 
you you feel like you should be reading it in October. Is it spooky? Yes. It's The Stand by Stephen King. Ooh. Is that new or old? I don't know. It's very old, but somehow... I've never read it. So I was just like researching, I don't know, good classic books that I just haven't gotten around to. And this was one of them. It is so, it's so long and it's so good. And I would say it's not very dense. It is a big book and there's a lot going on, but I'm just flying through it. And not because I'm a fast reader. It's just like very easy to get through and it's super interesting and it's What's post-apocalyptic like uh and it's like i don't it's like it's i don't want to it's very hard for me to tell you what it's about without kind of ruining mm-hmm. okay it, but it so that's I'm a pretty common stephen king thing right where yeah. like the plot is the I think this is one of his best ones. And I'm only like, so I'm reading it on my Kindle, so I don't have page numbers. So I'm like 14% in, (laughs) but also like 300 pages in. Um, What in the world? And I have a sense, a very real sense that it's like the end of society as we know it. And so since this book is so old, a ton of people will know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. Mm, But uh it's it's insane and it's so good and I'm loving every second of it. I think about it all the time when I'm not reading it. So, <laughs> is, Stephen King at the beach. Okay. I mean, I won't because I would just be so scared. No, you should. But. You should because it's not, it's not it and it's not Carrie, not yet. Anyways, maybe it turns into those yeah, things. I'll wait till you read the whole thing before right? okay, I trust so you. I will tell you that right now people are getting, there's a virus going around. It got out on accident. They didn't shut, like, the military base down in enough time. One guy escaped, grabbed his family, and now it's just, like, the virus is mutating and everyone's dying. And I okay, just got so to the point. like a creepy clown right now. It's well, like, uh, here's the weird thing. So almost everyone who comes into contact with whoever has the virus, like, instantly catches it and then dies. But okay. there are a few people. I'm getting to the point where there are a few people, at least two that I know of, who aren't dying, but they are having really vivid dreams about some guy with no face. So, oh my god! Okay, so it is scary. Well, so I feel like it might go. That's it might be, scary it might be a fever dream. <laughs> I don't have a fever, or or something else is going to happen. But currently, like the military is killing reporters. <laughs> Just, like, gunning them down so that the news doesn't get out. Whoa. So it's, like, a lot of different... It feels like a lot of genres at once. So you should... I feel like you could do it. I feel like you could do it. I'll still wait until you finish because I'm really nervous. It's going to get dark. I'll tell you, yeah. 14% of the way through. There's a lot of time for it to get really scary. I know. So the no-face guy, I was like, hmm... That seems like a recurring villain. So, yeah, so what, maybe we'll see. It might just be like a, like something that happens when, and so you're starting to figure out who is going to die based on who's having weird um, dreams. Yeah, yeah. All right, read that, that at sounds- the beach. <laughs> I will not, but <laughs> people, people should. You guys should do that. What's yours? Um, it's another one that I'm currently reading and just read at the beach. Um, I am reading the first in the Shade of Magic series by V.E. Schwab. Um, it's a dark, a darker shade of magic. We actually had someone, one of our contributors, review the whole trilogy on the blog. I think that was um, Emily. So you, yeah, yeah, Emily did. So if you want 
um, her interpretation of it, you can check that out. I, um, I got to meet the author at Comic-Con last year on a panel and I, like I've said every episode, I'm a horrible at reading things. So I was like, cool, I'm actually going to read your books. Um, so I am like half of the way through Do you like them? the first one. Yeah, I really like it. I like, I haven't read a fiction book for fun in like forever. Why not? And so it feels weird because I don't read this. <laughs> Um, so I was like, this is what it's like to have a book you're just interested in. Yeah, it's, it's so just fun. entertainment. It's so yeah, fun. so it's, it's great. Um, the, this like isn't spoilery. You find this out right away. The gist of the world is that there, there's like a little bit of magic, but it's not like Harry Potter and magicians, like all magic everywhere. It's more like there's like a real world and like some people can do magic and basically there are four Londons and like certain people can go like through, I don't really know how, if it's like dimensions or I don't know fully how it's described, but like they can travel in between and then, you know, adventures ensue because there's magic magic. and things. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's really like, this feels so dumb to say, but it's like very entertaining and I'm having a great time reading it, yay. which I haven't done with a book in a really long yay. time. Life, yay for literature. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. And it's, um, I'm pretty sure it's classified as young adult. So yeah, if you're so like younger, good. yeah, like if you have, I mean, my sister's in high school, I feel like she would like it. So if you have like a younger person you're trying to recommend, I, the way other people who read it, um, have talked about it to me is basically like if you like Harry Potter and the magicians and you're looking for another thing like that, uh, the Shade of Magic series is like a good, um, a good other thing to read if that's what you're into, which I feel like a lot of our listeners are because most of us are Harry Potter fans, so that's perfect. Love it. We want to take a quick break to thank this episode sponsor, Bombsheller. Suit up in superhero level spandex. I love Bombsheller and wear their leggings all the time. And Liz is about to put on her first pair, which is super exciting. And I guess now is the time. <laughs> so I'm pulling them out of their package. I got Doctor Who leggings. A of all, they are basically the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. They have a TARDIS on them, on each leg, um, and I'm putting them on now. Hey, guys, these are the softest leggings I've ever <laughs> yeah, they on are. my body. And I'm also, like, pretty hippie, and they are, like, conforming to my curves in a way that I definitely agree with. Which is perfect. They actually come in sizes extra small through 6X, so that is, like, one of the biggest size ranges I've ever seen for leggings. So Bombsheller's leggings are four-way stretch, moisture-wicking, SPF 50+, plus, and they are super comfortable. They're also made in the USA. That's amazing. Also, um, if you guys want a pair of your own, you can use the code SartorialGeek at bombshiller.com to get your first pair for 10% off. Um, this sort of goes along with your recommendation. What is a scary movie that you would recommend? So full disclosure, until about 
four years ago, I never watched scary movies. I just hated them. I don't like to be scared for fun. I don't like yeah. the Ferris wheel. So I'm a bit weenie with scary movies. Here, so <laughs> I just like, don't like to be. I don't like to be surprised with something horrible mm-hmm. unless I'm reading, and then I can be okay with it. Like when I read The Shining, I was like, ugh. Oh my God. <laughs> This was very scary. It was scarier than the movie. Yeah, I believe you. And I had already seen the movie, and I was still like, "This is spookier." Um, So I have two actually, two favorite scary movies because I started watching scary movies. Actually, the first one I watched Jordan with you and Joey at Martin and Jenny's house, I think. Oh my gosh, I know what you're gonna say. Yes. So I'll tell you. Yeah. So the first scary movie I ever watched that I was like, oh. This can be like good and there can be a plot and you can be scared in a good way and not in a cheap way was the thing from 1982. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is so terrifying. <sighs> but you do, I, I think there are a few jump scares, but every single one of them felt worth it. Yeah. Somehow. Um, yeah, it's not like it's not cheap and it's not like cheesy. No, it's just like a good it's like a proper scare, which I never thought I would say. Yep. I loved it. I loved it. Um, and that, so then I started watching more scary movies, but like I would do a lot of research first to make sure it's not just someone running around chopping people up with a chainsaw. Yeah, I can't do those. Those are, not, so, those are not great for me. My current favorite scary movie of all time, I don't know if you've seen this one, is The Babadook. Okay, I have been trying to see this movie for like two years, and every time I suggest it, something happens, and Jordan. I don't get to see it. Jordan. Maybe this weekend I'll watch it. You must. You absolutely. Because it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know I if think it still, still is. I, I, okay, I'm pretty sure it still is. We watch it. So we've been watching it a few Halloweens in a row because we pick, we find the good ones and then we just like rewatch mm-hmm. them every year. And this is, it's so good and so spooky, <laughs> but oh in gosh. but in the best way, in the best way possible. So definitely watch it. There's a book involved, actually. Okay. Yeah. A children's book. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I am in the same boat as you where I, like, don't watch a lot of scary movies, but then every once in a while I'll just get into a mood where I'm like, let's be scared all the time. It's fine. This is the one. So has Joey watched it? No, we, like, need to watch it. Watch this one with him. Watch it maybe maybe while you're in California. If you have, like, a night off, do it and then call me. Okay. He's going to love it. Scared. He's going to absolutely love it. And you're going to love it too. Don't watch it by yourself. I have never watched a scary movie by myself. <laughs> like you could no... do it. Theoretically, you could no. do it. But the last person I brought no. over to watch this movie, it was right around Halloween. And he is a grown ass man. I think he's 30, 31. <laughs> um, like a, an, an attorney. Uh, he was a law clerk for a while. He. I guess when he gets scared, screams, but not oh, like a shriek. No. He'll like yell at the television. <laughs> so he'll be like, ah, fuck you, I'm not scared. This isn't scary. And then his voice just keeps getting louder. He'll like stand up in a bear. He'll like kick things. But he was doing that. He was doing that the whole movie. Oh I'm my not God. scared of you. <laughs> this isn't real. I love that. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Please, do. please, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you to watch it. Okay, what about you? Okay, now I want to recommend to you um, the most recent movie that I had seen before 
a couple weeks ago that really scared me, but that I loved, like it was the right kind of scary to me was it follows. Have you seen that? I've seen that one now. So apparently for both of the movies that I'm going to recommend, apparently it goes one of two ways where people either love it and think it's horrifying or are like bored, which I can kind of see, like, it's not a slasher at all. I don't um, need it to be. It's like, yeah, this, you would actually love it. Um, and this is like not a spoiler. There's a, the title is it follows. And so like the thing is that there's, there's a thing, there's a scary thing that like goes into, it takes the form of people and they follow you when you're like, there's one person who's the target of this thing at all times. And then like it follows you for your whole life until you transfer until you like transfer like the target to someone else so it's just so creepy because like you can just be living your life like there's a way you can tell if it's like the thing that's following you so you just kind of are always looking over your shoulder like is it you can try to run away and it will. Uh, it reminds me of that so Doctor Who episode with uh-huh. Silence in the Library yep, with the Vasta yep, Narada, yep. where you were like, have to count your shadows. Uh huh. That's it's that kind of. But it's like, I mean, it, there are definitely jump scares, but it's not like all that. Like, I think you would love it. You can sneak um, a few in, and I'm not mad at you. But if that's all it is, then it just feels cheap. Oh my god, yeah. you just reminded me. One of the movies we watched last year, this is going to sound crazy, and I don't know if you've seen it, and it was actually kind of scary. It was with Adam Scott, you know, from Parks and Rec, with the, ginger, with the gingerbread man. Krampus? Yes. <laughs> Have you seen no, it? No. Is it good? Okay, so when we put it on, we were, we were like, kind of drunk, to be honest, and we were like, this yeah. is going to be the dumbest thing ever. I distinctly remember a few times being like, <laughs> wait, this is kind of amazing I, and scary. I think I've heard that exact review from other people. <laughs> like, this should not be good. Wait, but it's kind of Maybe we can bump that up to, to Guilty Pleasure TV yeah. show. We'll do, like, yeah. a, a slash movies yeah, but I remember. I distinctly remember thinking this shouldn't work. This really shouldn't work. Also, don't turn it off. We're finishing it. <laughs> so okay, it, add that to your list. Is it a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's or both, Jordan. Okay, it's okay. somehow both. Like how? I'll watch it at Halloween because that's <laughs> well. That's what we did. We were like, okay, I think we tried to push it to like the end of the month because then it, you're like changing from from like scary movies to holiday movies yeah so we like we're like okay we'll pu- we'll save this one till the end and it was like usually we do that with nightmare before christmas yeah that's like what i was wondering if it's not kind of like yeah okay. so this cool. is like in that i'm not gonna say it's it's tim burton because obviously right. it's not but like <laughs> you should you i should have had that as my scary movie i totally forgot about it until you started talking that's okay. We can have just a lot of scary movies. Okay, guys. watch The Krampus. Thank you for knowing what it was called. <laughs> I think I'm right. No, you are. You're definitely right. That that spoke to me when you said it. <laughs> um, my world just keep recommending scary movies. My other one that I just saw recently that I saw. Well, so one 
I always see A24's new movies. Like, I get all their Facebook yeah. ads because uh, – so Joey and his company actually did the um, the logo for A24, yeah. and they work with them a lot. So I follow everything they do, and their movies are weird and awesome. And so when Hereditary started popping up, the trailer was horrifying and I was like, I'm not going to see this. And then their marketing stuff started coming out and they did this whole thing that like they got a couple rounds of theater goers to wear heart monitors and they showed like the, they showed like the graph of everyone's like nope. heart monitors and they were like, it's the same as doing like an hour of cardio. Well, I was like, cardio okay. sucks. What? But now I'm never going <laughs> to see your movie. So I was like, this is way too scary and then I just hit one of those moods where I was like you know what everyone is watching this and I would never go see a scary movie in theaters I haven't done it in like a decade I was like I just want to go it was I mean again like I said it apparently the reviews are either you think it's boring or you think it's like the best scariest movie ever I was freaking out but it's really good like it's creepy and it has a really good story, and it's also terrifying. I think I have to watch it because yeah. you just said that. But and I've heard that it's just super scary. So yeah. I will watch it. Probably not in theaters because that's just like a little too much for me. I know. Do you know what you just reminded me of though? What? One more super weird. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if you'll know the name of this one because I'm blanking on it right now. But it's a Tarantino film. Not recent. It's kind of old. Uh, where it starts out kind of like a. I feel I can't, I'm trying to remember if they were brothers and they're like criminals and people are they're killing people and like kidnapping people or whatever. And then halfway through the movie, it switches and there are vampires. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere. <laughs> And I can't remember the name of it, but this was also on Netflix where I was like, let me just find a scary movie we've not seen before. It's Tarantino? It's Tarantino, and he's in it, actually. He plays one of the criminals. And you start watching it, and you know, like, okay, vampires appear eventually because Netflix tells you. But then you for you just forget because it's just like, oh, this is like a, this is like a, a movie about criminals and then halfway through it's like oh nope there are vampires now and then it's tarantino so it's like bloody and stylized but i have no idea what you're talking you know about what? because i want to see this because i'm sitting in front of my computer i'm just gonna do that annoying thing where i look it up <laughs> i I thought you were going to be talking about um grindhouse for a minute which was like the one no. that was I've not seen and playing Also, he did it follows. That's what they're saying on the internet. Well, now I, I definitely have to watch it. Okay, I found the name. What is it? From dusk till dawn. It's from the nineties, from ninety six. Whoa! No, I've definitely never seen that. I've maybe heard of it. All right. Well, I'm gonna watch that too. Great. You definitely, definitely should. George Clooney's in it. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a great list. I'm loving okay. this. I'm getting recommendations. Okay, good. Okay, now we can move on um, from scary movies, I think. I've seen more than I thought I did. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen many, but I try to see the ones that are like worth seeing. Okay, those two. Which is nice. Yeah. Do those two. And Babadook, so that's three. 
Yes. Yes. Um, so our last one is funny because it was going to be favorite Twitter account. And then when I said that to Liz, she was like, eh, I don't hang out on Twitter so much. <laughs> and then she was like, let's make a favorite blog. I was like, cool, no problem. And I was like, wait, I don't read any blogs. So I'm going to say my favorite Twitter account and she's going to say her favorite yes. blog. And then whichever version you are more into, you can Get just follow that. Because I haven't been on Twitter in two years. <laughs> so. so my favorite Twitter account, which I talk about all the time and retweet all the time, is Evo Kylo Ren. Um, it's actually the handle is at Kylo Ren, but Ren is spelled with a three instead of an E. Um, but if you type in emo Kylo Ren, it'll show up. Do you know about this list? I do. And I actually, I, do, I don't, I don't think I officially follow that account, but I do. I look at, um, the tweets and I laugh. Yeah. You can just like go through every once in a while and read them. They're pretty um, funny. I can't, I wish I could remember. I can't remember the person behind it. She is like a really funny writer. Um, I'm horrible. I don't remember her name. We'll but, put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I actually have done like at least one blog post about this account because I love it so much. Um, it's basically, I think it started after the episode seven. Um, it's a Twitter account that is just from the voice of Kylo Ren, but he's like his full whiny, angsty, emo, emo self. And it's, so good like it's basically just like an angry teen who like hates his parents and like talks about loving his grandfather and about the darkness and it's the dark I it's so great there was one oh my god there was one that was one of my favorites that he was talking about how like he messed up his laundry and like now his blacks are different shades of black and he can't wear them That's together. Scary. And I was like, this, I <laughs> screenshot it and I was like, did you write this? Yeah. That is your, blacks, your husband. Your blacks clothing doesn't match each other. Right now. Out and buy new clothes. I know. Start over. Yeah. I know. So if you like Star Wars and laughing, <laughs> it's a Who doesn't really like Star Wars and laughing? <laughs> That should be their new tagline. <laughs> if you like Star Wars and laughing, follow this account. Yes, that is, you know, that's exactly how I feel. Um, okay, so what's your favorite blog? Okay, favorite blog. So I only actually read currently uh, food blogs. <laughs> Because in my spare time, if I'm not reading a book, I love baking and cooking. So my favorite blog of the moment is Joy the Baker. She okay. makes the best food. She is not, I'm not, I'm healthy in the sense that I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, but I'm also not scared of fat. So if you don't like butter... Maybe don't <laughs> make a lot of her recipes. I've definitely like looked up recipes before, and hers have been the ones that have come up. And I'm amazing. Happy. I just made. I actually just made her buttermilk pancakes when we went camping at Cherry Springs State Park, mm. and they killed. Um, I almost don't want to give away this secret because I like people to think I. I'm like amazing <laughs> at coming up with cool, creative recipes, but my carrot cake cupcakes. They're hers, Ooh. and she puts pineapple in them, and it's like that a cream cheese frosting. It, amazing. They, Jordan, 
they are the best carrot cake cupcakes you will Wait, have. Wait, why have you never made those? I've never made those before. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next time you're here, I will. I actually have to make some. They're Andrew's favorite, and I have to make some to thank. I don't know somebody at his job for doing a favor. So maybe I will make an extra <laughs> one extra <laughs> one, one extra, extra for me for you. But her blog and her Instagram account are just my favorite my favorite things sometimes she'll do crazy stuff like she makes like dough from scratch like pie dough and pizza dough and she made a cheese pizza for for galentine's day but with the caesar Mm -hmm. salad that was like on top literally on top in the center of the pizza and i would never in a million years think to do it or if I saw that somewhere, I'd be like, ew, gross. But because I know everything I've ever made, you trust her, you trust yeah. her with my life. <laughs> it lo- like I'm, I'm intrigued and I might, I might try it. Well, that sounds good to me. Also, her it. biscuits are really good. She kind of, she folds them over like you're making a croissant. So you get like amazing layers. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's really good. <laughs> That sounds awesome. So, Joy the Baker, look her up. She's the greatest. I want her to be my friend in real life. I hope she listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's one of those blogs you can't look at when you're hungry because you'll know. just freak out. I just buy stuff. I buy ingredients everything. and I bake. I just like cook all day long. <laughs> I mean, you're very good at it. Well, so I'm thankful for her <laughs> when I come over. <laughs> you know, I like bake fresh bread every time you're here. It's what a treat. It's pretty delicious. Awesome. So that was our recommendations for this month. If there are things you want to hear us recommend, let us know. You can leave a comment um, on our show notes or you can write us on Patreon or you can email us or you can write us on Instagram. We are everywhere. Yeah. We listen to everything. (laughs) Um, And... You can check out our Patreon also if you want to see our cool rewards and prizes and stuff. Um, my favorite one is that you can be our pen pal and we'll send you postcards and regular letters. We really will. And we write the nicest letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I think it. that's it. Check out our website for our events. And, and what's awesome going on now? Writing awesome our awesome writers. Yeah. Um, we are so thankful and happy and there's such good humans. There's such good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything is, everything is Everything's great. Everything's the best. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's it. Have a great week, everyone. Stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. Yeah. Bye. Bye.